Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast today. We're going to talk about when you should move your baby to their own room if ever. Um, It's kind of a big decision and it can feel overwhelming. So I'm going to talk you through it today. But first I wanted to read this quick review that I got in my DMs the other day. It said, I just wanted to say thank you. We used your method at four months and now we have this amazing sleeper. Sometimes I feel so guilty and wonder if it's wrong to put my baby to bed at six. Like what? We get this whole evening together by ourselves? But she hasn't had a single issue. We get great sleep and have a much happier baby and much happier days because of it. Okay, thank you so much for sharing. I love hearing your success stories. So if you have one, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Send me an email. I would love, love to hear it. Okay, let's jump right in. Let's talk about when you should move your baby to their own room. Now, I just want to start off by saying there is no right or wrong answer to this. I was talking to a friend last week and she said that she always puts her babies in their own room after like one week. And that's completely fine. Babies are pretty noisy when they're sleeping. And so if you feel like you and your baby are just not going to get any sleep if your baby's right next to you, there is no rule. There is no pressure that you have to keep your baby next to you for a certain amount of time. Personal choice. You decide if you're concerned about the decision, talk to your pediatrician, but just know that there is No right or wrong answer because you are the boss of your baby, you are the boss of your family, and you get to decide what's best for you. Okay, so that is the first thing I want to say. It is a personal choice. I, for my family, for my babies, I usually move my babies to their own room around four months. The reason for this is I like to sleep train my babies when they're next to me in a pack and play, specifically because when I am doing binky duty in the night, I'd rather just roll over and put the binky in their mouth than have to get out of bed and go do that. Okay, like as I'm eliminating night feedings, it's just easier for me to have my baby right there so I can kind of sleep through it. I can just put my hand on their chest, hold the binky in their mouth, do whatever I need to do without having to get up. My baby starts sleeping through the night around 12 weeks, and then I let them sleep for 12 hours next to me. I enjoy it, and then finally I say, okay, fine, fine, I'll move you to your own space because I feel like around four months they start to kind of wake up when I come into bed, when I'm getting ready for bed, the little noises that are happening, even though I have a sound machine, I feel like they start to get affected around four months. And so that's when I'm like, okay, fine. I'll put you in your own room. That way I don't have to wake you up when I get ready for bed, when I climb into bed later. So that has just been the time frame that works for me. That has been the time frame that works for my babies. I've moved all of them around four months. Actually, now that I say that, I moved my son at four weeks because he was so noisy. <laughs> he was so noisy. But for my other three, I moved them at four months. So that's just that worked for us. It's been great, but I'm not saying you have to do it at four months. You can do it before or you can do it after. So let's talk about what you do when you decide, when you decide, okay, it's time. It's time to move my baby into their own room. Where do I even start? The first thing you need to do is start practicing crib time throughout the day. So if your baby has been sleeping in a pack and play or a bassinet next to your bed, being in a big crib in a different room is going to feel like a big adjustment to them. It's a new space. It's a new smell. It's a new feel. It's a new mattress. There's a lot going on. So having them spend time in there during the day is going to make a big difference for them. It's going to give them time to feel comfortable, to be in a familiar space, and it's going to help them feel safe and secure when it's time to go to bed. So 
randomly throughout the day when they're wide awake, when you're in there, when you're having wake time with them, when they're doing tummy time, whatever you need to do, put them in their bed, even if it's just for five minutes a couple times throughout the day. Let that space become familiar to them. Another thing you can do is put an article of clothing in there that's yours. So put a t-shirt in there, put a blanket in there that you sleep with, put your pillow in there, obviously not when they're in there. Put something in there that will help your smell linger. Then when you put your baby in their bed, take everything out, make sure it's safe, but your smell will linger and that will also create a sense of security for them. So that's the first thing, practice crib time. Okay, the second thing you can do is to just start with naps. Remember, day sleep and night sleep use different parts of the brain. So your baby can totally start practicing taking their naps in their crib, in their own room during the day, and still sleep in the pack and play or the bassinet or whatever next to your bed at night. It's not going to mess up their sleep. (laughs) They're going to be okay. I've actually done this with all of my babies. This is how I make the transition. I start with naps. I go through a nap routine. I swaddle them. I put them in their crib, in their own room, sound machine on, blacked out room, everything. And then I still let them sleep next to me at night while they are adjusting to this new space. So if you feel like making the transition all at once is too much, start with naps. Start with day sleep. Put your baby in their crib during the day while they sleep next to you at night. Now, once you get to a point where you're like, okay, my baby's totally comfortable in their bed, they're taking great naps, everything's great, then you can go ahead and make the transition and put your baby in bed at bedtime. I mean, in their own bed at bedtime. So start slow. There is no rush to make this transition. There is no rush. There is no timeline. There's no need to hurry the process. Take it slow. Start with naps. And when you feel like they're comfortable in there, then you can move to night sleep. And again, this is totally new for them. It's kind of like if you go to a hotel. I never sleep great the first night in a hotel. It's a new location, even though it's a comfortable space for them. It might take a night or two for them to adjust and it's okay. Don't panic and don't think all is lost. Just give it a couple nights for them to adjust to staying in this bed all night long. I will say that once you decide to do this, once you decide to put your baby in their crib at bedtime, that is when I decide, that is when I recommend to leave your baby in there. So if they're kind of having a hard time, don't bring them back into your room because this is where it gets confusing for them. They're like, okay, I'm falling asleep in one space and then I'm ending up in another space and it gets really confusing and their body can't quite figure out how they're supposed to transition through sleep cycles if they keep ending up in a different place. So you've practiced naps, you know that they're comfortable in there, put them in there at night and keep them in there at night. Put the pack and play away, put the bassinet away. Don't even have it as an option anymore, okay? Eliminate the temptation to bring them back into your room once you make the transition. Again, give it a few nights for them to adjust and your baby is going to be sleeping like a champ in no time. Okay, there are a couple things I want you to keep in mind when you make this transition. Number one, Obviously, use the sound machine. Hopefully, you've been using a sound machine up until this point, but if you haven't, now is the time. Now is the time to introduce it. Now is the time to block out all those extra noise outside of the room and give them a familiar sound, a comforting sound, a sleep trigger to let them know it's time to go to sleep. So one, use a sound machine. Two, black out that room, okay? I have my very favorite blackout window stuff. I don't even know what to call it. It like sticks to the window. You spray the window with water, you stick it on and you can peel it off and reuse it anytime. It's like magic. I will link it in the show notes. It's like, I don't know, 10 bucks on Amazon or something like that. And I've used it for my kids. I've taken it off the windows. I've moved it to different windows. It's magic. So if you haven't blacked out your kids' rooms, use this blackout film, 
use blackout curtains, whatever you need to do, because remember, light coming in lets the brain know that it's time to be awake. So we block out that extra, extra light so that your baby is not waking up early in the morning, so that they're not having a time having a hard time falling asleep at night. Blackout, blackout, blackout. So you have blackout, you have the sound machine on, you have an optimal sleep environment, and your baby is going to be able to learn how to fall asleep in this new space so much easier if you set them up for success using these things. If for some reason you don't have the option to move your baby out of your room, maybe you live in a studio apartment or maybe you just have a two-bedroom apartment and you have two kids sleeping in the other room, whatever your reasoning is, if you don't have the option to move your baby out of your room, it's okay. I recommend using a slumber pod, okay? I'm obsessed with the slumber pod. It is a little blackout thing that goes over the pack and play. It's breathable. It has a space for a fan. Like I'm obsessed with it. I will also link that in the show notes. Um, and I have a code you can get $20 off. So I'll, I'll put all that in the show notes, check out the show notes. But if your baby is going to be staying in your room, but they're over six months and they are super social and it's really hard for them to sleep because they are just staring you in the face, a slumber pod will change that. A slumber pod will make everything easier for both of you. Another thing you could do is just get creative and put your baby wherever there is space. Okay. My baby literally sleeps in my closet still. It is dark, it is quiet, it is in the back corner of the house where she's not interrupted by toddlers and older kids. And I'm like, you know what? Everybody's sleeping great right now. I'm not gonna mess with it, (laughs) okay? So the original plan was to have her in there for a few months and now she's two years old and she still sleeps in the closet. So if your baby has to sleep in a closet or a bathroom or an extra room somewhere, like a laundry room, whatever, just know that the transition process is the same. So I practiced naps in there first, And then, and I would leave like articles of clothing in there during the day, take them out when she was in there. The transition process is the same, no matter where you're moving your baby. If you are moving your baby from being next to you to not being next to you, still follow all the steps that we talked about today to make the transition easy for both of you. Okay, so just a quick recap. When you should move your baby out of your room is totally up to you. Personal choice, you do what feels best for you and your family. But when you are ready, practice crib time throughout the day. Start with naps and then move your baby to the new space at bedtime. If you can't, I recommend using a slumber pot or getting creative and finding a space where your baby will be able to sleep in a quiet, dark environment using a sound machine. Again, I'm going to link the blackout stuff, the slumber pot, and the sound machine in the show notes. If you need any of those things, check that out. And I hope this was helpful for you today. I hope this helped ease your mind and know that the transition to their own room or their own crib is not going to be as bad as you think. It'll go smoother than you are anticipating. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for being here today. If you could do me a huge favor, rate the podcast, leave a review, share it on Instagram, tag me at the underscore sleep fairy. It would mean so much to me. Again, thank you for being here and I will see you next time. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to the sleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.